Podcast 101, Understanding Social Security. Hello, this is Suzanne Porsky from Phoenix Financial Group, LLC, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. With 33 years' experience in the financial services industry, and now author of two published books on financial planning, it is my pleasure to share with you today about Social Security and how to maximize your benefits. Social Security is rarely discussed and taught on in the financial services industry, and I'm not sure why because it is a very vital part of retirement. The prospect of retirement can be so exciting and yet scary at the same time. I have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to optimize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily their Social Security benefit. It is not simply a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. What most people aren't aware of is that there are advanced filing strategies that can be used to maximize their benefit, which what I'm saying is it'll help increase their monthly payments. And if you're like most Americans, Social Security is or will be a very important part of your retirement income and one that you should know how to properly manage. There are so many aspects of Social Security that are well known and others that aren't. When it comes time for you to cash in on your Social Security benefit, you will have many options and choices. Social Security is a massive government program that manages retirement benefits for millions of people. Experts spend their entire careers understanding and analyzing it. Luckily for you and I, we don't have to understand all the intricacies of Social Security to maximize its advantages. We simply need to know the best way to manage our Social Security benefit. You need to know exactly what to do to get the most from your Social Security benefit and when to do it. Taking the time to create a roadmap for your Social Security strategy will help ensure that you are able to obtain your maximum benefit and efficiently coordinate it with the rest of your retirement plan. There are many aspects of Social Security that you have no control over. For instance, you don't have control over how much you put into it and you don't control what it is invested in or how the government manages it. However, you do control when and how you file for your benefits. The real question about Social Security that you need to have answered is, when should you personally start taking your Social Security? While this is an all-important question, there are a couple of key pieces of information you need to track down first. Before I get into it, a few calculations and strategies to make all the difference, I want to start by covering the basic information about Social Security, which should give you an idea of where you personally stand. Just as a foundation of a house creates a stable platform for the rest of the framework of your home to rest upon, your Social Security benefit is an important part of your overall retirement plan. The purpose of the information that I'm going to share with you today is not to give you an exhaustive explanation of how Social Security works, but to give you some tools and questions to start understanding how Social Security affects you, you personally, and your retirement, and how you can prepare for it. So I want to start with eligibility. Eligibility is understanding how and when you are eligible for Social Security benefits, and it helps clarify what to expect when the time comes to claim them. To receive retirement benefits from Social Security, you must earn eligibility. In almost all cases, Americans born after 1929 must earn 40 quarters of credit to be eligible to draw their Social Security retirement benefits. In 2013, Social Security credits represented 1,160 earned in a calendar quarter. The number changes as it is indexed each year. 
but not drastically. In 2012, a credit represented $1,130. So four quarters of credit is a maximum number that can be earned each year. So in 2013, an American would have had to earn at least $4,640 to accumulate four credits. In order to qualify for retirement benefits, you must earn a min minimum number of credits. Additionally, if you were at least 62 years old and have been married to a recipient of Social Security benefits for at least 12 months, you can actually choose to receive spousal benefits. Although 40 is a minimum number of credits required to begin drawing benefits, it's important to know that once you claim your Social Security benefit, friends, there's no going back. Although there may be cost of living adjustments, they're called COLA, you're locked into the base benefit amount that you choose forever. So when you start taking benefits, you are then locked in. Primary insurance amount. You can think of your primary insurance amount, I call it PIA, like a ripening fruit. It represents the amount of your Social Security benefit at your full retirement age, your FRA. Your benefit becomes fully ripe at your FRA and will neither reduce nor increase due to early or delayed retirement options. If you opt to take benefits before your FRA, however, your monthly benefit will be less than your PIA, your primary insurance amount. So you're essentially be picking unripened fruit. On the one hand, waiting until after your full retirement age, your FRA, to access your benefits will increase your benefits beyond your primary insurance amount and I'm going to explain that in just a second. On the other hand, you don't want the fruit to over-ripen because every month you wait is going to be one less check you get from the government. Full retirement age, your FRA, is an important figure for anyone who is planning to rely on Social Security benefits in their retirement. Depending on when you were born, there is a specific age at which you will attain FRA. Your FRA is dictated by your year of birth and is the age at which you can begin your full monthly benefit. Your FRA is important because it's half of the equation used to calculate your Social Security benefit. The other half of the equation is based on when you start taking your benefits. When Social Security was initially set up, the FRA age was 65. And you know, it still is for people born before 1938. But as time has passed, the age for receiving full retirement benefits has increased. If you were born between, say, 1938 and 1960, your FRA is somewhere on a sliding scale between 65 and 67. Anyone born in 1960 or later will now have to wait until age 67 for full benefits. Increasing the FRA has helped the government reduce the cost of the Social Security program, which pays out more than a half a trillion dollars to beneficiaries every year. While you can begin collecting benefits as early as age 62, the amount you receive as a monthly benefit will be less than it would be if you wait until you reached your FRA or you surpass your FRA. It is important to note that if you file for Social Security benefit before your FRA, the reduction to your monthly benefit will remain in place for the rest of your life. You can only delay receiving benefits up to age 70, in which case your benefit will be higher than your PIA for the rest of your life. So. At FRA, your full retirement age, 100% of PIA, your primary insurance amount, is available as a monthly benefit. So as I was saying, so at 62, your Social Security retirement benefits are available, but you're only getting 75% of your PIA, your primary insurance amount. And so when you contact the Social Security Administration and you ask them what your PIA is, 
by answering their questions on uh, the computer. If you start taking it at 62, you're going to get 75% of the amount you see. If you wait until you're 63, you're only going to get 80% of your paycheck. At 64, you're going to get 86.7%. 65, you'll get 93.33% of your paycheck. At age 66, you'll get 100% of your PIA, your paycheck. At 67, if you waited, you get 108%. So you've made an 8% rate of return by waiting. At 68, you get 116% of that PIA. 69, you get 124%. And at age 70, you get 132% of what your PIA is. But 70 is a maximum benefit. That's it. It reaches, it reaches its maximum at 70. It'll no longer increase after that. So rolling up your Social Security, when you hear people talk about that, what it means is that you no longer, your Social Security income rolls up the longer you wait to claim it. Your monthly benefit will continue to increase and roll up until you turn 70 years old. But because Social Security is a foundation of most people's retirement, many Americans feel that they don't have control over how or when they receive their benefits. As a matter of fact, only it says here statistically that only 4% of Americans wait until after their FRA to file for benefits. I think this trend persists despite the fact that every dollar that we increase our Social Security income by means, less money you will have to spend for your nest egg to meet your retirement income needs. So for, for every dollar more that we're getting from Social Security, that means it's one less dollar that's having to come out of our 401ks that we've saved, any, any one of our retirement assets. For many people, creating their retirement income, Social Security is a huge part of the strategy, and it's a very important decision that they need to make. The difference between the best and worst Social Security decisions can be tens of thousands of dollars over a lifetime. One of my clients, it was the difference of $170,000 in benefits over a lifetime. So deciding now or later. Okay, following the logic that if you wait, you're going to have a bigger check makes sense. But then you get one less check. Not everyone has the option of waiting. Many people need to rely on Social Security on day one of their retirement. In fact, nearly 50% of 62-year-old Americans file for Social Security benefits. Why is this number so high? Well, some might need the income. Others might be in a poor health and don't feel they're going to live long enough to make their full retirement age, their FRA, worthwhile for themselves or their families. But you know what else is possible? The majority of folks taking an early benefit at age 62 are simply underinformed about Social Security. Perhaps they make this major decision based on rumors or emotions. I tell my clients, file immediately if you find that your job is absolutely unbearable or if you're willing to sacrifice retirement income or if you're not healthy and you need a reliable source of income. But please consider delaying your benefits if you want to maximize your retirement income, you want to increase retirement benefits for your spouse, if you're still working and you actually like it, and if you're healthy and willing and able to wait to file. So if you decide to wait, how long should you wait? Lots of people can put it off for a few years, but not everyone can wait until they're 70 years old. Your individual circumstances may be able to help you determine when you should begin taking Social Security. If you do the math, you will quickly see that between the ages of 62 and 70, there's 96 months in which you can file for your Social Security benefit.
If you take into account those 96 months and the 96 months your spouse could also fall for their Social Security, the number of different strategies for structuring your benefit can easily end up with more than 20,000 in different scenarios. It's safe to say that this isn't the kind of math that most people can easily handle. Each month would result in a different benefit amount. The longer you wait, the higher your monthly benefit amount becomes. But of course, each month you wait is one less month that you receive your Social Security check. The goal is to maximize your lifetime benefits. That may not always mean waiting until you can get the largest monthly payment. Taking the bigger picture into account, you want to find out how to get the most out of Social Security over the number of years that you draw from it. Don't underestimate the power of optimizing your benefit. Because like I said, the difference between best and worst Social Security elections can easily be between $30,000 to $50,000 in lifetime benefits. The difference could be substantial. If you know that every month that you wait, your Social Security benefit goes up a little bit, and you also know that every month you wait, you receive one less benefit check, Really, how do you determine where that sweet spot is that maximizes your benefits over your lifetime? Financial professionals like myself have access to software that will calculate the best year and month for you to file for benefits based on your default life expectancy. You can further customize that information by estimating your life ex expectancy based on your health, habits, and your family history. If you can then create an income plan that helps you wait until the target date for you to file for Social Security, you can optimize your retirement income strategy to get the most out of your Social Security benefit. How can you, how can you calculate your life expectancy? Well, you don't know. None of us know how long we're going to live. But let me tell you, we have a better idea than the government does because they rely on averages to make their calculations and their mortality tables. You have much more personal information about your health, lifestyle, and family history than they do. You can use that knowledge to game the system and beat all the other people who are making uninformed decisions by filing early for Social Security. While you can and should educate yourself about how Social Security works, the reality is you don't need to know a lot of general information about Social Security in order to make choices about your retirement. But what you do need to know is exactly what to do to maximize your benefit, because knowing what you need to do has huge impacts on your retirement. For most Americans, Social Security benefits represent nearly 40% of the income. For many people, it can rep represent the largest portion of the retirement income. So not treating your Social Security benefit as an asset and investment tool can lead to sub-optimization of your largest source of retirement income. I want to take a look at a uh, family that uh, we had that was in our office. It was George and Mary Bailey. They were a typical American couple who worked their entire lives and saved when they could. George is 60 years old and Mary was 56 years old. They sat down with a professional, financial professional in our office who logged them into the Social Security website to look up their PIAs. George's PIA was 1,900 and Mary's was 900. If the Baileys were to cash in at age 62 and, be and begin taking retirement benefits from Social Security, they would receive an estimated 492000 in lifetime benefits. Well, that might seem a lot, but if you divide that amount over 20 years, it averages out to be just shy of 25000 per year. The Baileys are accustomed to a more significant annual income than that, and to make up the difference, they were going to have to rely on alternative retirement income options. 
they are basically having to depend on a bigger nest egg to provide them with the income that they need. If they wait until their FRA, their full retirement age, they will increase their lifetime benefits to an estimated $523,700. This option allows them to achieve their primary insurance amount, which will provide them $33,000 in annual income. So after learning the Bailey's needs and using our software to calculate the most optimal time to begin drawing benefits, the Bailey's financial professional determined that the best option for them to drastically increase their potential lifetime benefits to 660000 So by using strategies that their financial professional recommended, they increased their potential lifetime benefits by as much as 148000 There's no telling how much you could miss out on in your own Social Security if you don't take the time to create a strategy that calculates your maximum benefit. For the Baileys, the value of maximizing their benefits was the difference between night and day. And while this may seem like a special case, friends, I promise you it isn't uncommon to find benefit increases of this kind of magnitude. We see it all the time. And you're never going to know unless you take a look at your own options. Despite the importance of knowing when and how to take your Social Security benefit, many of today's retirees and pre-retirees may know little about the mechanics of Social Security and how they can maximize their benefit. So to whom should you turn to for advice when making this complex decision? Well, before you pick up the phone and call Uncle Sam, you need to know that the Social Security Administration representative is actually prohibited from giving you election advice. Plus, the Social Security Administrative representative in general, they're trained to focus on monthly benefit amounts, not the lifetime income for a family. So as discussed previously, calculating how to maximize lifetime benefits is more important than waiting until age 70 for a maximum monthly benefit amount. It's about getting the most income during your lifetime. Friends, it's your money. You've paid into it your entire working life. So professional benefit maximization software can target the year and the month that it is most beneficial for you to file based on your life expectancy. The three most common ages that people associate with retirement benefits are 62, which is the earliest eligible age, 66, which is their FRA, and 70, at which monthly maximum benefits reached. And I'm telling you, in almost all circumstances, none of those three most common ages, ages are giving them their maximum lifetime benefit. Again, remember, every month you wait to file, the amount of your benefit check goes up, but you're also getting one less check, and you don't know exactly how long you're going to live, but you do have a better idea of your life expectancy than the actuaries and the mortality tables at the Social Security Administration, that they can only work on the averages, so they can't make calculations based on your specific situation. A financial professional can at least run the numbers for you and then get the target date that maximizes your potential lifetime benefits. You can't get this information from the SSA, as I said, Social Security Administration, but you can and will get it if you just ask the proper financial professional. Please do not ever pay for this information. Financial professionals have this proprietary software available to them, and if they don't, just find someone that does. Your Social Security options don't stop there, however. There are a plethora of other choices that you can make to manipulate your benefit payments. And just a, just a few types of the Social Security benefits I want to talk to you about. One is what we've talked about, the retired worker benefit. That benefit is what most people are familiar with. It's called the retired worker benefit. It's your benefit based on your earnings and the amount that you have paid into the system over a span of your career. The other benefit is social, spousal benefit. 
The spousal benefit is available to the spouse of someone who is eligible for retired worker benefits. What if there is a way for your spouse to receive his or her benefit for four years and not lose a chance to get his or her maximum benefit when he or she turns age 70? See, many people don't know about this strategy and might be missing out on benefits they have earned. Also, there's survivorship benefit. When one spouse passes away, the survivor is able to receive the larger of the two benefit amounts. There's also the file and suspend benefit. This concept allows for a lower earning spouse to receive up to 50% of the other's PIA amount if both spouses file for benefits at the same time. There's also the restricted application benefit, which is a higher earning spouse may be able to start collecting a spousal benefit on the lower earning spouse's benefit while allowing his or her benefit to continue to grow. I want to talk to you about the divorce factor. How does a divorced spouse qualify for benefits? If you have gone through a divorce, it might affect the retirement benefit to which you are entitled. A person can receive benefits as a divorced spouse on a former spouse's Social Security record if he or she was married to the former spouse for at least 10 years, is at least 62 years old, is currently unmarried, and is not entitled to, entitled to a higher Social Security benefit on his or her own record. With all the different options, strategies, and benefits to choose from, you can see while filing, why filing for your Social Security is more complicated than just mailing in the paperwork. Gathering the data and making yourself aware of all your different options isn't enough to know exactly what to do. On the one hand, you can knock yourself out trying to figure out which options are best for you and wondering if you made the best decision. On the other hand, you can work with a financial professional who uses the customized software that takes all the variable of your specific situation into account and calculates your best option. You have tens of thousands of different options for filing for your Social Security benefit. If your spouse is a different age than you are, it nearly doubles the number of options that you have. This is far more complicated arithmetic than most people can do individually. If you want a truly accurate understanding of when and how to file, you need someone who has access to specialized software that can crunch the numbers for you. The reality is that you need to do work with a professional that can provide you with the sophisticated analysis for your situation that's going to help you make a truly informed decision. Some important questions about Social Security benefits that you need to get answered. One, how can I maximize my lifetime benefit? Well, by knowing when and how to file for Social Security. And this usually means waiting until you have at least reached your FRA. A professional has the tools to help you determine, as I've said, exactly when and the perfect timing. Okay, who is this professional? Who will provide the reliable advice for making these decisions? Well, they have the tools and experience, you just need to make the phone calls. Will the Social Security Administration provide you with advice? As I said, no, they are prohibited. The Social Security Administration cannot provide any advice or strategies for claiming benefits. They can only give you information about your monthly benefit and that's it. They also don't have the tools to tell you what your specific best option is. They can accurately answer how the system works, but they can't advise you on what decisions to make as to how and when to file for benefits that will fit your specific needs. So when does it make the most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security benefits? And what is the impact on your Social Security benefits if you decide to work during your retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? What strategies can you use to fill the income gap between what you receive from Social Security 
and the desired amount of income you would like to receive in your retirement. Well, friends, most of what I have covered today is all uh, in this podcast is all in my book, my latest book, Achieve Financial Success in Chapter 6. I do have proprietary technology to help you calculate when and how you should file for benefits, so please visit me at www.suzanneporsky.com. That's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-P-O-R-S-K-E.com. Or call my office, 918-267-4640. Again, 918-267-4640. And I'd be more than happy to gather the information for you, and uh, we will contact the ssa.gov to find out your PIA and get your Social Security Maximization Report together for you. I am my company, Phoenix Financial Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by Social Security Administration or any other government agency. I want to thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to hearing from you soon and assisting you in any way that you may need it.